1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250
3: AM, The Fan. Because I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul welcome to faith in the zone on 1250 am the fan i'm mike McGivern, and, and you listen to this uh, this show really comfortable talking to guys you know in, in different worlds of sport right football basketball baseball had uh, i don't know golfer on and bowling guy on once and some wrestling guys pretty comfortable I've only had one guy that's been involved in fishing, and that, that's going to tell you everything you need to know about me. The, the whole cane pole with the bobber and all that stuff, I uh, <laughs> I haven't done a lot of fishing in my life. I, I've enjoyed it when I have. I don't have a ton of patience, but I'm excited about today's show. I, I got a chance to talk to our guest, uh, Trevor Rubel. He's the founder and director of Hooked for Life Ministries. I um, talked to him off the air a little bit and told him I'd talk a little bit of smack. But, man, there's not a lot of smack I can talk to anybody who knows what they're doing with a fishing pole. And, hey, Trevor, thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. How are you doing today?
4: Uh, I'm doing great. It's a blessing to be with you.
3: Yeah, Thank you for that. Hey, uh, before we get into your background, so is there a particular kind of fish you like fishing for the most?
4: Uh, I'd say probably a smallmouth bass.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. I, man, I think I have probably caught more of the the bluegill kind of fish than than anything <laughs> else. And you know, I always when, when we were kids, my dad would say, "Well, you got to clean them if you want to eat them." And so I'd just throw them back. I I didn't know how to clean them. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. Have you been fishing for a long time?
4: Uh, I, you know what? I remember having an uncle that um taught me how to fish when I was four years old. And I've been fishing ever since.
3: Man, what is his name? His name was Larry. You know what, Larry? You know what? Good for you. To have the patience to teach a four-year-old how to fish is, look, I'm much older than that. I'm a grandfather of five, and I just, man, I'm okay beating the hook. I'm okay putting the night crawlers or whatever it is on the hook. I'm okay with all that. Where I really struggle is when the line gets tangled, or the 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 fish takes the hook off, and you got to put a new hook on. Man, I, I have no yeah. idea how to do any of that. Hey, Trevor, where um, t- let's talk a little bit about your background, where you grew up, and where you're living now.
4: Yeah, I am from a uh, an area called Roanoke, Virginia. I've been here all my life, with the exception of going to college and graduate school so i'm i'm actually living in a little town right next to Roanoke called salem virginia now
3: man how, so you've been uh, born and raised in virginia you, you enjoy that part okay. of the country you, you enjoy that part of the country
4: i do it's it's beautiful we're uh, kind of nestled in the blue ridge mountains so uh surrounded by mountains and lots of water it's great
3: man good for you Hey, when um, so growing up there, you obviously went to grade school and high school there, and and uh, um, were, were you an athlete? Did you play a lot of sports?
4: Uh, I played football. Football was my sport. I uh, played a little basketball, but but uh, I was a little uh, clumsy with basketball. <laughs> so I, I stuck with football,
3: Trevor. I could have helped you. That that was I coached for thirty six <laughs> years, and uh, in All fact, right. if you're watching any of the NCAA tournament. Uh, b- by the time this airs, I don't know if the Cyclones from Iowa State will still be playing, but uh, I know the head coach really well, and his top assistant I coached for four years in high school, and uh, I'll tell you what, they they, uh, they took it to my Badgers pretty good, and we'll see if they can continue to play defense the way they played against the Badgers up here in Milwaukee last weekend. Hey Trevor, let's talk a little bit about um, Hooked for Life Ministries, and we're gonna spend three segments today with Trevor, our fourth segment. We're gonna talk to Jeremy Bach, Executive Director, Center for Christian Leadership at Wisconsin Lutheran College. They've got a concert with Casting Crowns coming up on, on, uh, on Friday, April 1st, and we're gonna talk a little bit about that. They do have some tickets yet available and uh, when Jeremy comes on, we'll talk a little bit about the amount of tickets and how they got casting crowns to come to Wisconsin Lutheran College. It's a pretty great story. So uh, stick around for that. Hey, uh, Trevor, let's talk. As we're talking with Trevor, it's uh, Hooked for Life Ministries is why we're talking to him today. Hookedforlife.org is where you're going to want to go. And as when I found this ministry, I thought it was all about you know 100% getting groups of kids out teaching them how to fish and then starting to to lead them down that path and talk to them about about their faith but, but the more I've spent on their website, this is is way bigger than that. It's it's a lot—they have so much information for local churches that want to utilize Hook for Life Ministries, and we'll talk a little bit about, you know, th- that process as the show goes on. But uh, Trevor, let's talk a little bit about how and why you started Hook for Life Ministries.
4: Sure. <clears throat> well, I appreciate the opportunity to share so uh, I you know, like we said, I've fished all my life, and I um, was working as i'm a teacher by trade and and started a little fishing club in a school uh, about twenty five years ago or so. And once I started uh, doing the things in the in the school, I had some people actually come out and, and join us, and one of them was a Newspaper reporter, and she did an article on the little fishing club. And uh, she asked me, You know, why are you doing this? And I said, Well, you know, wholesome's a fishing, uh, you know, uh, excuse me, a fishing's a wholesome activity. And try, just trying to get kids involved in something other than all the distractions in society. She wrote the article and she asked me, You know, that question, Why are you doing this? And I said, Because once you get them hooked, you get them hooked for life. And so that kind of started something I really didn't realize was happening. Um, The church group started asking me to come out and teach fishing. And when I did that, um, I started feeling the Lord maybe moving me in a direction to use fishing as an outreach. So uh, I started writing some curriculum, putting fishing and faith together. And Uh, taking a fishing skill, teaching a fishing skill, and then tied it in with scripture. And it took me about five years to put together all the lessons in the curriculum. And once I did that, uh, churches really started showing some interest, and we started moving to become a 501c3 and uh, we became the ministry you know that we are today and so today we actually help churches use fishing as an outreach uh like we have and so if a church can contact us and we provide them with a curriculum and just basically the resources to use fishing as an outreach in their community
3: yeah, I was uh, I was on the curriculum this morning, looking through it, and I am I'll tell you what if 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 I'm at a local church that that is looking for something a little bit a little bit different and a little bit kind of out of the beaten path, I can tell you that that the, you guys do a great job. Of, of giving the tools to any local church that wants to, to look into this, that wants to get involved in this. And one of the things that I highlighted, and I printed a few pages off your website, I, I really like the fact that when, when, when you guys talk about this, each lesson plan consists of three components. Fishing, faith, and fellowship. And what a great combination! Look, I didn't, you know, I didn't know until I spent more time on your website because it. For a guy who doesn't think about fishing, right, it's just not something that I've done or or think about. But then when when you start to read your curriculum and then you start to look at what the three components of each plan, each lesson plan consists of fishing, faith, and fellowship, and there's a lot of really nice tie-ins. With with, uh, with the Bible, with with fishing, there's a lot of things you can teach. And I know we're going to talk about one of them in particular a little bit later in the show, but I love the fact that you guys are right there saying, look, here's what each lesson consists of. Now look at the curriculum and let's have some discussions with this. As we continue to talk about uh, this this whole part of Hooked for Life, I think is really interesting to me. You can go to Hook. It's one word. Hookedforlife.org. Hookedforlife.org. There's a number of things that 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 you can look at. I would I would I would tell you this. Don't think that you're going to uh go to this website and walk out the door five minutes later. Like if you're ready to go to the store, don't go to Hooked For Life because you're gonna be on it for about a half hour. There's some really interesting things in here that caught my attention. And and I would highly recommend hookforlife.org. If you're if you're a local church, if you do youth groups, if you're looking for something and you've been praying about hey Lord, but you know what, send something my way. So that we can just continue our mission and continue getting our kids you know excited about you know learning more about the Lord, this, this hooks for life will get you there. I can tell you that. hey, what kind of response have you gotten um, from, from local churches throughout the country? Have they been excited about this?
4: Yeah, we, we've been doing this for about 20 years, and there have been churches all over the country who have started Hook for Life. Uh, ministries in their church. And churches use it in different ways. So when a church reaches out to us, uh, we'll send the curriculum, and then we kind of help them plan. And as they're praying how the Lord wants them to use it, some use it as a summer camp. Some do like a long-term Bible study. And then others may just use it, um, you know, as a short outreach, maybe a weekend retreat or every once in a while they'll have an outreach in the community. Uh, the ministry doesn't really hold any any church to how they deliver it. We, we suggest they just take the curriculum and implement it however God's calling them to do it. So, over the last 20 years, hundreds of churches across the country have used it as an outreach. Uh, and the interesting thing is it's not... Just been used to reach youth, but other adult groups. Uh, you know, just it's a variety of how the groups that churches have reached out uh, to with Hooked for Life.
3: Trevor Rubel, again, he is the founder and director for Hooked for Life Ministries. Hookedforlife.org is where you're going to want to go. And when you get there, if you are a church that's looking, and again, it's for adults or it's for, you know, for our youth and our kids, go to the curriculum, look at the extended program, the short-term program, and the HFL ministry guide, and you can download a sample lesson. And and I, I'm just telling you that when you get there, spend some time there. And why fishing? Well, there's... I didn't realize the amount of people that go fishing. I just didn't. And it is a universal sport. What I like about, again, on the website, the outdoors is a great place to connect with God, the creator. And 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 that is 100% true. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to ask Trevor to, to share his testimony with us. And then we're going to talk more about Hooked for Life. And some of the things that here in the state of Wisconsin and throughout the, the state, there, there are more lakes here than, you know, especially summertime. And a lot, of, a lot of adults and kids love to go fishing. What a great way to tie this all together. Again, hookedforlife.org. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan.
2: More now of Faith in the Zone. Discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 12:50 a.m. The Fan.
3: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Thanks for listening. Again, flying so this week, looking forward to getting Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church back in studio. Our guest for the first three segments today, he is Trevor Rubel. He's the founder and director for Hooked for Life Ministries. Hookedforlife.org is where you're going to want to go. And if you're feeling led to help this nonprofit continue in its, uh, in its mission and what it's doing, if you go to the contact page... And uh, that's what I did to get a hold of him. You just uh, fill out a, a couple of different things, and your name, your email address, and then what the message is. And if you want, uh, you want to learn more, or you want to talk to Trevor. Send, it, go to that on on the website. Go to the contact page. Put your contact information in. And I, I understand that. Look, when we talked the other day, you said this isn't. I'm not doing this radio show, you know, to try to get people to donate. And I said I understand that. Uh, but I think it's important if people are feeling led that boy this is this is exactly what I'm looking for to be able to help a guy like this let's give them that opportunity Hey Trevor can we talk a little bit about your testimony I second segment of faith in the zone it certainly is my favorite. And I get uh, a lot of people talking to me about our second segment because that's when we asked to, our guests to share their testimony. And, and everybody, everybody's everybody got a story about it and looking forward to hearing yours. Well,
4: I appreciate that. Um, you know, I grew up in a, a fatherless home. My, my dad was absent, uh, was raised by my mother and my grandmother and uh they raised my brother my two brothers and myself and so they made sure that we were in church and 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 hearing god's word and you know i i kind of found an escape um, fishing you know going through the pain of not having my dad around i realize now when i look back that fishing in the outdoors was a way that i could maybe cope with the pain of not having my dad around. And I remember when I was 11 years old, I was sitting in church and I just felt the Lord calling me to himself. I felt this Holy Spirit just pour over me. I can remember I just stood up, walked down the aisle in tears and uh, told the pastor, I need Jesus in my life. Amen. And from that point on, You know, I I began, you know, I started to grow in Christ, Um, but, you know, like many of us, there were times in my life where I didn't seek him and, and involve him in my life. But when we look back over our lives or mine, I realized despite my humanness and despite times when I strayed from him, he was always there. And, you know, I look back now and I, I think about all the time I spent fishing and talking to him in the outdoors. Uh, you know, it was part of this entire journey that he has put me on. And so I just, uh, you know, as far as my story goes, God came and reached me where I was. You know, he, he, he came to the riverbank he came to, you know, times in my life that I've struggled and despite my struggles, he still directed my path. A- amen so um, to that. you know, to this day I look back and I think God are you are you sure are you sure you're gonna use somebody like me? <laughs> yeah. But um but that's really my journey. I mean, I I realized um as I got became a dad myself and that uh, God really is the only Father we need, and but it's a blessing to have a great earthly Father, right? Yes. But the, even if we don't, God, you know, is there for us and is waiting for us to come to Him. So um, that's kind of a little bit about my testimony, hey, Trevor. You know, know
3: what I love? Know. You know, I, know I, just, I don't mean to cut you off. Ahead, you bro. know what I love? about your testimony, and I say this, too, that God meets you where you're at. And, and I and I've said this a hundred times on this show there are there are guys on the show the worst thing they ever did was steal a candy bar and and so they're feeling like you know what I of course I may, may, I, I know I'm a human but but boy, I haven't done I haven't really you know d- I haven't really sinned a ton and and so I'm i'm'm I'm feeling pretty good about him accepting me into his family well, then you got guys like me. And Pastor Terrell's Trevor and guys that, man, we have done a lot of things, but he, he met us where we are too, which is just amazing to me, Trevor.
4: Well, what I, you know, what I find, it, I find interesting when we're out working with groups and people that don't know the Lord, so many believe that there's no way God could forgive me. And, and the reality of it is if we look in the Bible uh, – the only people God had to use was sinners.
3: Right? <laughs> is so, it right.
4: Right, right. So um, I, I always um, I have a friend of mine that said, you know, you could, there's always hope for all of us. And especially if we look when Jesus was hanging on the cross and the thief said to him, uh, remember me today in paradise. This is a man that lived his entire life in sin. And and Jesus, because of the man's faith in Christ, Jesus saved him that day. And so don't ever, for anyone listening, don't ever believe that you've gone too far uh, for God not to save. Because we're actually, those of us that know that we need him, we're the ones he came to save.
3: And, and th- thank you. So, and, th- and I thank him for that because Boy, I you know as messed up as our world can be, and and I look, I'm I'm an old grandfather of five grandsons. I don't know if it's ever been you know in my world and in my eyes this messed up, but it, when you lay your he- head on the pillow at night and and all of that stuff going through your head, if you just you pray and say, Lord, you you, you take that. You you know what? Let me Lord. just. Let me just continue to do what what I need to do here uh, for you, and you you handle the rest of that. But it's getting harder. It is. It is getting harder, okay. Trevor, to do that for sure. Hey, how, how many kids okay. do you have? You have one child.
4: I have two. I have two daughters, and they're they're actually adults now. Uh, so you know, time
3: time flies. Yeah, d- days go slow and years go fast, right? Are, are the, your daughters, yeah. are they are they in the Virginia area?
4: Uh, they are. They're both in Virginia. My oldest is married, and my youngest is uh, in college at George Mason University. Matt. And I will tell you, and I, you know this, I'm sure, uh, they are my greatest blessings in life.
3: Wait, are. wait till those grandkids come. Wait, <laughs> I, I'm t- I want a granddaughter. I, I want a granddaughter. I got five grandsons and I love them all. I'm oh, telling you. I need a granddaughter. <laughs> I, I, I need one and we'll see. But these five grandsons are something else. My daughter has four and then my son and his wife have one. And my daughter has a 12 year old, a 10 year old, an eight year old and a three month year old. So oh gosh, I'm just you're, you're busy. mad. and they live uh, not quite ten minutes away from us, and then my son lives about fifteen minutes away. So it's all we go nice. one way to see the four, we go the other way to see the one, and <laughs> and uh, hey, those the the grandsons love to fish. By the way, the three uh, Keegan, Logan, nice. and Beckett, um, and my son in law John. He's a really good dad and and he will take them every once in a while they've all got their own fishing poles and and they'll go out fishing um, and it's just fun when he sends a couple of pictures and and the kids are arguing whose fish was bigger and stuff like that so hey um before we get to a break um on on uh, when I go to your website I've been reading sinkers and sin. And, and it's really yeah. interesting, the tie-in uh, that you have with that. And again, you can go to hookedforlife.org. And our special guest for the first three segments is Trevor Rubel. He is the founder and director for Hooked for Life Ministries. Can we talk a little bit about Sinkers and Sin and where, how that came to be? Because that's a really interesting um, piece sure. that, that I just spent a lot of time on. Uh, first of all, I didn't realize there was that many... Different kinds of sinkers, by the way. Thank you for that. Uh, but I really <laughs> think there's a, thinkers, yeah. there's a great natural tie with, uh, with sinkers and SIN. And, and uh, thanks for sharing that.
4: Yeah. So when I was writing the curriculum, I looked at different basic fishing skills that people would need just to enjoy the sport. So when I looked at sinkers, there, there are so many different sinkers and different shapes and different sizes. And so, as I was writing the lesson, I asked the Lord to kind of give me some insight into how that could be connected to his truth and his word. So, um, when you look at the word sinkers, the word sin is in sinkers. Yep. And if you think about what a fishing sinker does, uh, its intention is to weight down the bait and keep it down. Uh, and so when we look in scripture and we look at sin, sin does the same thing to our lives. Uh, sin takes us down and it can keep us down if we don't hand that over to Christ. And so the idea behind the lesson is every time a youth, adult, whoever has been, has been exposed to the lesson, hopefully we'll pick up that sinker and be reminded of what sin does. And if they have any sin in their life, the lesson teaches them that Jesus came to take the weight of that sin away from, uh, from, from them. So one of the great things I love to do in that lesson is when I'm working with a group, I hand every group a very small BB sinker. It's it's got a it's got a BB. It's very light. It's round. You may have used it when you fish for bluegill. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, You know what so, is is? It kind of black and you, it, the little ones, right? Yeah, the yep. tiny ones. Yep. Uh, so,
4: and then I take a really big eight ounce pyramid sinker that you would use at the beach, and I say to them, you know, to us as humans, as people that little BB might represent a little white lie. And that big eight-ounce sinker might, might, you know, represent murder or something we find as humans very egregious. But to God, all sin is the same. And I take the two and I drop them. And the point is, is that sin takes us down, doesn't matter what the sin is. So as they're holding the BB, I, I, we pray, and then I say, if there's any any sin in our lives, Lord, bring it to our minds and help us to give it to you. And then once we pray, I'll walk around with a cup, and they, if I said, if you've asked God to forgive you of your sin, just drop it in the cup and let go of that weight. And so wow. the whole idea is, I, like I said, every time we pick up a sinker, asking the Lord, "Is there any sin in my Lord in my life? And will you take it from me? Amen. so that's that's how the lessons work. All the lessons kind of work with taking the fishing skill and then looking at scripture and tying it together. And then if every lesson ends with our need for Christ. And that's essentially how it works.
3: Hooked for Life, it's a nonprofit organization devoted to sharing Jesus Christ with children and families, churches through the sport of fishing. It's helping Christ-centered churches use fishing as a new and exciting way to share the love and grace of Jesus Christ. If you're a church um, looking for something a little bit different I, I would man I would definitely go to this website and trust me when you get on the website there's some great pictures really good stories that curriculum really will catch your interest how they've how they've tied these two together and and again in every lesson it's it's uh, fishing faith and fellowship go to hookedforlife.org hookedforlife We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, got a few more questions for Trevor Rubel. Again, he's the founder and director for Hooked for Life Ministries. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM
2: Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on
3: 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Again, I'm Mike McGivern, flying solo this week. Our fourth segment, uh, after we finish with with uh, Trevor Rubel, we're going to get to Jeremy Bach, Executive Director, Center for Christian Leadership. They have a concert coming up Friday on campus with Casting Crowns. And if you listen to the show, you know the music th- uh, that I use for this show is a Casting Crowns song. And looking forward to my wife, Terry and I are looking forward to going to that concert on friday hey trevor first uh, let me just say thanks a lot for for your willingness to come on and the time you've given us um what when you think about hooked for life and 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 the progress you've made is there is there some things that keep you up at night when it comes to to this nonprofit uh mission that you have with hooked for life
4: uh, I'd say probably just making sure that the ministry is doing exactly what God has called it to do. And um you know being being mindful of his mission and just giving him glory for every opportunity we have to share the gospel through fishing.
3: Boy, that's awesome. How I know through COVID and we had this conversation off the air. Yeah. You know, things have really changed. Um in our world. And I, and I think they're starting to get back a little bit closer to normal. And I think it's going to continue that way. But the idea of taking a bunch of kids or a bunch of people out for fishing is not something that a lot of churches, you know, probably were looking to do. And did you feel like it's going to start coming back soon?
4: Yeah, I think, uh, I think it is. Over the last couple of years, we, we've noticed that Fewer and fewer churches, <clears throat> excuse me, are are not taking people out or doing a whole lot of out, outreach. But I, more and more people, more and more churches are contact contacting us now. So I think so. Uh, one of the things we tried to do during that time is send out a little devotional book that we have. And so, if anybody's listening and they're interested in getting the devotional book, they can fill the form out, and we'll get in touch with them and get them some devotion books but I think it's picking back up.
3: I do too. Again, go to that website onewordhookedforlife.org. And if you're a church that that is interested in in getting involved or talking to Trevor Moore, there's a simple contact page or if you're feeling led to help him continue this ministry and you want to donate, you know, 20 bucks or whatever it is that you want to donate, um go to that that contact page and send him an email and he will reach out. Uh, and get in contact with you. Hey, when when we have our our guys on for the last segment, a lot of times we'll ask them about you know where they played and, and who they played for. And I know that you played football in in Pop Warner in high school and a year in college. And if we were to take all those uniforms that you've put on in your entire life and put them in a the closet, w- what uniform do you pull out? I'll give you one more game with that team. And who would you play against? How do you answer that?
4: Yeah, so it would have to be my senior year at high school. I was number 79. I played both ways. I played offensive of tackle and I played nose guard. And we were playing in a, a game that would take us to the state championship against a military school called Fishburn Military School. It was pouring the rain. And I was playing nose guard and we were down by I think three points or something like that. And, and I was in front of the center, I was playing nose guard and he went to snap the ball and, and it came out of his hands before it got to the quarterback and I was able to jump on it in the middle of just this huge mud pit. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, we got the ball back. And there was just a little bit of time left. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't score a touchdown and lost. Oh. We didn't get to go to the state championship. And that was my last game my senior year. So if I had to do it all over again, I want that jersey out. And I want I want to have the opportunity to go back and try to win that game
3: one more was, time. Was it, did you go North Cross School? Is that where you went? North,
4: yes, sir. North Cross
3: School. Yeah. Man. Well, you know what? I can hear the pain. I the joy that you must have felt to to be able to come well, out of that pile with that ball. Because look, I know I what happens play. on the bottom of those piles, pal. You got to be pretty <laughs> tough to hold on to that thing.
4: Well, I was I was fortunate and blessed to have the opportunity to grab that ball. Um, it's probably one of the best plays I ever had in my life, but it really wasn't anything I did.
3: Yeah. Hey, you know what? The ball ended up in your, in your hands. That's the key right there. You would go back. What number were you back then?
4: I was 79,
3: man. 79. He, he just wanted yeah. one more. I can tell you that a lot of guys after, you know, I coach basketball for a long time. And a lot of guys with, you know, I do some things. I'm the sideline reporter for the high school football game of the week. And Trevor, it's only because they can't afford a good looking girl. They get all this is what I tell <laughs> what I tell people. But I'll have I'll have guys come up and say, look, I, I, I didn't play hard in high school. I, I was looking at the, looking at the cheerleader. I was doing this, doing that, and I wish that yeah. I could get get one back just once. I would go, I would go hard all week in practice. I'd go hard oh, all night. Yeah. You know, one home game under the lights. If you could get that for me, and I can't, but man, I and I tell high school kids that, and they roll their eyes at me because I'm the old guy, right? I'm the old grandfather. He doesn't know. He's been out of this way too long, that kind of stuff. Hey, Trevor, thank you so much. Trevor Rubel, again, founder and director, Hooked for Life Ministries, go to hookedforlife.org uh, local churches if you're if you're in charge of the youth groups in the local churches if you're looking for something to 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 get some of the adults something a little bit different i can tell you that that this website it's really good and it's going to hold your attention it's got a lot of great information on it hookedforlife.org trevor thanks a lot for your time brother have a great week mike thank you you got it. do the Th-
4: same, and God bless you.
3: God bless you as well. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to
2: Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner, only on 1250
3: AM, The Fan. Because I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody. All about somebody who saved my soul. Welcome back to did Faith in the Zone on 1250 me, AM, The Fan. So I want thank, uh, to thank Trevor Rubel. He, man, what a good guest from Hooked for Life Ministries. We don't talk fishing much on this show, I have to be honest with you, but he certainly is doing a great job with that ministry and the platform that the Lord has given him. We are now joined by Jeremy Bach. He is the Executive Director at Center for Christian Leadership at Wisconsin Lutheran College, he's getting to be kind of my go-to guy over at Wisconsin Lutheran College, and I appreciate a few minutes of his time. Jeremy, I got to tell you, I'm I'm really excited uh, for Friday. I, I am, and and, oh. and I've told you the story, but let me kind of tell you about casting crowds and and how long it's been since uh, I was supposed to have a date night with my wife on this two years ago. I bought I bought us tickets, round trip tickets to Fort Myers, Florida. And we're going to go see Casting Crowns at at a venue in Fort Myers then drive over to Sarasota, spend a few days with my brother and his wife. And then, you know, all this stuff going on, and they rescheduled that concert, so we rescheduled our trip. And it cost us a little money, but that's all right. It was a Christmas gift. My wife is excited. Her favorite band, bar none, her favorite band is Casting Crowns. I said, great. So now we're going to go three days before – we left. They rescheduled that concert again. And so we flew into Fort Myers, drove right past the concert um, hall where they were going to be, and drove to Sarasota and spent some time with my brother, which was great. But we both said, you know, we're, we just lost out on, on that concert. And I said, honey, if they ever come to Milwaukee, I'll find out about it and we, and we will go. So this Friday, April 1st, my wife Terry and I will be at the Recreation Complex over at Wisconsin Lutheran College, and we cannot wait. Um, casting Crowns, there's only like a few tickets left. I can tell you probably around 100, maybe a few more than 100 for this concert that not only are they going to be there, we are messengers, and Jonathan Trailer will be there as well. 7 o'clock this Friday at Wisconsin Lutheran College, the Healer Tour. And uh, I just wanted to have Jeremy come on and talk a little bit about how great it is that a band like Casting Crowns is coming to Wisconsin Lutheran College. Jeremy Bach, how you doing, pal?
6: I'm doing great, and uh, glad you can be a part of it.
3: Man, I'm so excited. Listen, I I understand for me, Wisconsin Lutheran College, it's a great complex, but Casting Crowns to come to Wisconsin Lutheran College. Um, I, this is a little bit smaller, more intimate venue than I think they're used to playing. Is that correct?
6: That'd be correct. I mean, typically if you're going to see casting crowns, they only play at 3000 seat plus venues or more. And, uh, we've been fortunate. We've built a, I think we have a good track record. Um, we had 10th Avenue North a couple of years ago, sold out show. Uh, we had citizen way. I am. They very almost sold out show. And then last fall, we had Zach Williams with We the Kingdom and Kane sold out show. And all these people in the industry are connected. And they said, what a great time that they've had here, play here. And we had this opportunity to get casting crowns. And uh, we worked some deals and able to bring them here. And we wouldn't be able to do it without. We've got some key sponsors that are making it possible for us. I just like to thank Newman Company. Oh, yeah.
3: Hey, Jeremy. Jeremy, you and and thank you for, for setting that up. But I, I that was my next thing. I, we cannot thank companies like Newman uh, Companies enough because with, without their help, right, they're the presenting sponsor of this thing. And without their help, I don't know if, if, if it would be possible to bring a band like this to Wisconsin Lutheran College.
6: It wouldn't. It, it would not be possible. And uh, they've been very supportive of our mission and what we're doing. Uh, Matt and all the people over there at Newman Companies. And when this opportunity presented itself, uh, we shared it, and they said, yeah, let's do it. And the reason why we do these things is to offer a great opportunity for people in the Christian community. Come have a great time. Come to our campus. Christian music's awesome, especially in the challenging times we're in. Have a great night. Check us out. And as a byproduct, a lot of times out of this, some students say, well, this is kind of a cool place. Maybe Mm -hmm. I should check out WLC as well.
3: Which is great, and and I hope that happens as well. There are other sponsors, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but but certainly you know client first and Sky High and HNI. I don't know them, um, but but that they're a Platinum sponsor, and Client First is a Gold sponsor, and Sky High Marketing is a Bronze sponsor, and I just I, I really thank them a lot, along with Newman Companies because if it was not for these companies that truly believe in the mission statement of WLC, this could not, it could not happen. And to bring somebody like Casting Crowns into a a venue that seats probably around 2000, Jeremy, somewhere in there. Yeah, we're
6: just, we're at 2050 for this show.
3: 2050. And it's, it's going to be at the recreation complex. Um, Is that, so is that the, the, the place where the basketball teams play or is that a different facility?
6: It's the same facility. We transform it from athletics into a concert venue,
3: and hey, it's awesome. Jeremy, I was there for the Tony Dungy um, thing a <laughs> few years ago, and I've been in that that facility 150 times as a basketball coach. I didn't even know I was in there. First of all, <laughs> I mean, when you got, when you talk about you're going to transform this facility, I I don't know how many man hours it took. But that place looked like the nicest place in downtown Chicago, I'm telling you. It was absolutely gorgeous. And I'm sure that you guys will transform that facility into a, a really nice concert facility. I know the sound there is really good. Uh, you don't have to worry about that at all. And there are tickets available, but not many. And And I, I've got to believe it's going to be sold out. The best place to go, itickets.com. One word, itickets.com. More information, go to wlc.edu, Casting Crowns. If you Google that, it'll give you all the information that you need, and it'll give you more information. If you're not familiar with We Are Messengers and Jonathan Trailer. do a nice job of, of highlighting and showing you who these guys are. The other thing with this, Jeremy, um, for this show, Faith in the Zone, I use a song from Casting Crowns. And if you listen to Faith in the Zone, you you know it sticks in your head, and I can't wait uh, to hear them with a number of the songs that that they're playing now, and, and you hear them all the time, and I can't tell you how excited my wife and I are, just really happy to 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 be there. Um, can we talk about it's it's um, it's general admission tickets for the most part, correct?
6: There's different seating sections, actually. And uh, the, the only two sections of seats that we have left are our Artist Circle 2, which are some floor seats. It's like the second-best floor seats. And then the general admission with bleacher seats. And, I mean, all of them, you're going to get a great view. If you want to stand, you know, the floor seats, sometimes people like to stand during the concert. You might be standing a little bit more. The bleachers, you get an excellent view of the stage again. 2050-seat venue, very close. Every seat's a great seat, and it's going to be a great show. They are bringing a ton of equipment. Are they three really? Semi, oh, three man. semis of stuff. Basically, four semis of stuff loaded into three. It's going to be beautiful, beautiful stage, beautiful lights, beautiful show, but most important, the music and the message uh, will be outstanding.
3: Guys, again, um, you know what? Join us because my wife and I will be there. Doors open at 6 p.m., and uh, I got I to gotta believe – uh, that Terry now be somewhere right around 6 p.m. That will be there, and when you again go to iTickets.com, and I'm looking at it right now with with general admission uh, bleachers and and artist circle two. You had said correct. Yes. Yep. So really reasonably priced tickets. Um there is a, a chance for a VIP experience add on if you want to do that. Um it's a pre show experience with casting crowns. Um you can you can get all that information again at itickets dot Jeremy, you'll be there on Friday?
6: <laughs> I will be here all day. Yeah, I you know, know. The, the the tour arrives at about six thirty in the morning and um there is a tight schedule all day from the time that they roll out of here at one thirty 30 early Saturday morning. So we'll be takes a lot to pull this off. We have over 110 volunteers wow. ready to go. And just thankful for all the hands here at the college, the campus, that um, that are willing to give of their time to help us uh, have this great event for the community.
3: It is a great event. And, again, we have to thank the people at WLC for pulling this off. And certainly their sponsors. And, and for the most, um, I'd like to thank the Newman Companies, who is the presenting sponsor of this. Go to itickets.com iTickets.com, and and get your tickets. Am I about right? 120 tickets left, somewhere in that range?
6: It's been changing every day. Um, as of uh, late Sunday, we were about 150, 170, I believe. And um, I don't have the direct update right now. I, I get that... Uh, you know, every, every day. And, uh, who knows what it could be down to under a hundred right now. So when they're gone, they're gone and it's not going to take long. I don't think.
3: No, I think, uh, I think it's going to get sold out and I would highly recommend, um, get online, go to itickets.com and, and pick up your tickets again, casting crowds. Yeah. This, this Friday, April 1st at WLC, Wisconsin Lutheran college, the rec uh, complex um, you're gonna have to if you get there early, you might find some parking around. if not. there's there's enough parking, I think, not only on Bloombaum, but in the neighbors. Hoods there to, to to help everybody um it's free parking get over there 6 6 6 30 something like that and i'm just excited my wife is really excited jeremy thanks a lot i appreciate all the work that you guys at that at wlc do to highlight our community and bring in some just unbelievable um people not only from tim tebow and tony dungy and and uh you know, President Bush years ago, and some of these mm-hmm. concerts you guys do, you guys just do as good a job as anybody, I think, in the country at highlighting what you do at WLC. So thank you very much.
6: Well, we're happy to do it, blessed to do it. And uh, we just look forward to um, having hopefully a great crowd, and we know it'll sell out, so we just hope everyone listening. Don't wait. Get your tickets. We look forward to having you on our campus and for a great evening next week.
3: Go to iTickets.com to get those tickets. He's Jeremy Bach, Executive Director for the Center for Christian Leadership at WLC. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan.
2: You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 12 50 a.m. The Fan.
3: Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to see. I'm living for the world to see. Nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see. Nobody but Jesus.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.